Hey, Stefan, just popping in before this episode to let you know that the audio quality is back on top, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, on with the show. <laughs> We're very excited. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the TV series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie watch every episode and talk about them one by one. I'm Stefan, and I'm joined by Katie. Hello, hello. How are you, Katie? I'm fantastic. Great. <laughs> How are you? Good, good. Just watched uh, an exciting episode of The Littlest Hobo. It was thrilling. Can I? Can we describe it as exciting? Um, there's maybe one semi-exciting. There's definitely moment. an exciting scene for sure. High praise <laughs> yeah. right off the top. <laughs> yeah. It was. I didn't hate it. So. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's so good. There we go. Well, we are 16 episodes in, yeah. so at this point, if you don't hate it, it's pretty good. That's true, yes. Good. That's definitely what I'm feeling. So Awesome. Okay, well, today's episode is Season 1, Episode 16, Snapshot, which originally aired February 28, 1980. Um, and the synopsis is, Hobo helps a young boy prove to his mother that you don't have to play a rough sport like hockey to have courage. Which, I mean, technically is what this episode is about. Not how I'd describe it, though, having seen it. No, I think I might throw something in there about a bank robbery. Right. Might, half the episode might be with, you know, people trying to steal stuff from well, a Oh, more than half, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they spend a lot of time, right. a lot of time in that bank. They do. Well, I mean, really, we start at the hockey arena. Yeah. We're, we start there. But, like... Other than a quick trip to the house. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much 85% of, of bank. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And I have really? questions about that bank, too. So yeah, <laughs> we'll um, get to it. Yeah, okay. Perfect. <laughs> well, that's good because um, you can start us off, Katie. Yeah, I am. So like I said, we start off this episode with some real jaunty music, a shot of an ice, like a hockey arena from the outside, clearly in Canada. Did you know how I know? Uh, no. Because they spell center, R-E, instead oh, of E-R. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, definitely yep. in Canada. Yep. Also talky, so. Mm, really? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those Americans, they don't like hockey. <laughs> right. They don't have their six-year-olds on the ice. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> How young do we put kids on the ice? It's very young. I don't know. I, I, I think most of ours start at like six months. <laughs> Probably. It's like he started walking, put yeah. some skates on him. <laughs> right, go, go. <laughs> and I will call him. Austin Matthews. <laughs> and he will time travel. <laughs> and he will time travel and lead the Toronto Maple Leafs in goals and for maybe, many years, I'm sure. And maybe to a Stanley Cup? Oh. A magic oh, pipe dream? I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't bet on that. <laughs> Sorry to our Toronto Maple Leaf fans out there. Uh, you guys have a, you have a sweet team this year, but I, I'm thinking... A little hockey talk here. <laughs> right. Go I'm for thinking it. I'm thinking you guys aren't going to make it past Tampa Bay. Um, they're pretty much you, but with defense. Yes. So, <laughs> you know. It's so true. And but it's the, so sad. They're a Florida team. I know. Yeah. Florida that loves hockey. <laughs> right. Because of all the snowbirds from Canada. <laughs> That's right. I've been to a Tampa Bay game. Yeah. It's 90% Canadians. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> We're visiting yeah. Florida. I'm sure there's, um, <laughs> I guarantee, in the Tampa Bay Lightning and Florida Panthers, like yeah. the CEOs have like a little, one of those little, um, what do you call them? They're not bar graphs, a little line graphs oh, that yeah. shows their attendance. And there's like a definite spike between <laughs> like, 
December and February when yeah. all the snowbirds come in and come out. <laughs> yeah. And then the playoffs come because Tampa Bay is like a perennial playoff team. Yep. And like, but by then it's like April, May, everyone's yeah. gone home right. and they can't fill an arena. I was living in Florida during the when the Tampa Bay did their like Stanley Cup final run. Yeah, they weren't selling out that theater, like out that stadium theater. Yeah, they weren't selling it out. Center with an RE. <laughs> right, that arena. I was like, dear God, if this is Canada. Oh, if if this is Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver, not only have you <laughs> sold out the arena, there's like. Like where we are, North Bay, when sometimes when teams go on runs, we'll like, we'll open up our arena and then put the game on the big screens and then sell out our arena. Like, and then outside of, you know, the Bell Center or the the ACC, which is no longer the ACC, it's the, ACC. Um, the Air Canada Center <laughs> yeah. for if we have an American listener, um, like there's still like 10,000 people in the streets. Like they close the roads down. Right? All the bars are full. Yeah. Tampa Bay, like, bonafide superstar Stamkos (laughs) and, like, an incredible team on a playoff run. And you can only pack, like, what, 8,000 people in the the place? Uh, Anyways, hockey's important to Canadians, (laughs) which ties directly back into the episode. Which, this will help explain maybe why his mom is so crazy yeah she's which we're gonna get to right away okay great because first of all this is so inaccurate she's the only parent in those stands (laughs) (laughs) there's no one else there as these kids are playing hockey she's pretty intense i wonder if she didn't like maybe there was a hockey fight before (laughs) and that's why the coach is sitting next to her because she came in and fought all the other hockey moms gotta keep an eye on her (laughs) she's like she's like the uh uh, she's like the Domi of hockey moms. She <laughs> right. just comes in, like the George Perro. She just comes in and knocks everyone just down. busts them all up. Yeah. Where's my son? <laughs> right. Because ah, that is the question. Because her kid is not there. No, he's not. She asks, is, is he late every day? Because he plays hockey. Yes. All the time. Uh, and the coach just like jumps over the little the thing. And he's like, no, sometimes he doesn't show up at all. <laughs> Yep. Throw the kid under the bus. Yeah, exactly. Clearly his Thanks, mom coach. is nuts. <laughs> and at, while they're chatting, Hobo arrives. He like just lets himself in the back. Yes. <laughs> just comes in. <laughs> gonna watch a little hockey. Um, and Mrs. Baxter says she's going to ground her kid for weeks for not coming to this yeah. hockey practice. Weeks. She's so intense. <laughs> um, I do like they – so the kids, they've got a bunch of like – how old do you say they eight? Eight. They're yeah. eight. They're playing hockey. They're super young, and they're all wearing like generic jerseys that uh, look a lot like. Yes. Like one of them clearly has the Montreal Canadian color, yeah. like the the blue blanc rouge. You know, yeah. like there's a Toronto Maple Leafs, but they all are missing their emblems. Like they're very careful not to show their <laughs> yeah. emblems. Can't afford those. But the, the best part is they they so they do that shot. They get to the shot of the mom, and they go back real quick to like this kind of shot of the arena and this kid clearly skates by with a boston bruins jersey on like you can see the big b on the front like wow you guys you missed that one right <laughs> maybe they saw it in the edit and they're like oh, damn. no one will notice. no one will care yeah it's free advertising for the boston bruins <laughs> they definitely need the free advertising <laughs> right <laughs> they won't mind they won't definitely. sue yeah that's right <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, Mrs. Baxter's, like, going all crazy because her kid's not there. The coach is, like, trying to get her to go easy on the kid. Uh, she's really, I'm going to swear, she's really f***ing harsh. <laughs> she's she so is. harsh. The kid shows up, yeah. and he's like, oh, I didn't realize I missed the practice. I was taking photos. And I think he's he's legitimately, he's not lying. Like, no. I think he legitimately Lost forgot about practice. Yeah, right? yeah, he just... 
He was taking a picture of a pine tree, which was iced over, and he got the sun behind it. Yeah. Boy, just wait until you see those shots. <laughs> when you see some of the shots I got. He's such a sweet kid. Right? Like, He's just He just wants to take his photos, and his mom is like, you don't have the guts to play hockey. <laughs> You're not half the man your, <laughs> your father, father was. Right? She's just like, because he's like, oh, I'm like, they only put up with me on this team because my dad's a super jock. Super jock. Or was a super jock. Clearly, he's dead or gone. Divorced because he, he couldn't stand her. <laughs> right? She's too intense. As soon as he stopped playing. Yeah. Because she's like, uh, what her line is. Don't be glib with me about your father. If you had half his courage, I'd be glad. She's saying this to her 10-year-old yeah, son? maybe. Who's clearly like a sensitive kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, And is this where we get our first two-by-four shot? Oh, yes. So then we get this weird flashback of who is it? It turns out it's the it's kid. It's a flash forward in this case. <laughs> You're spoiling it there. But yes, it turns out this is a flash forward and... You don't watch Lost, right? No. Okay. I used to watch Lost, and they do that whole, like, flashback, flashback, flashback. Oh, my God. It's a flash forward <laughs> with Jack yelling, we have to go back. Because he wants to go back to the island. That's all I could think when I realized this is a flash forward. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so the, there's the weird, like, twangy music. It's the same music yes. from Boy on Wheels, right? right? When yeah. the car is rolling. Yeah. Like, bam, bam, bam. And we get the kid, uh, his name is Joey, mm-hmm. walking down some stairs with a two-by-four. Yeah. Nothing else. No contact. Just that. Just It happens, and then we go back to the mom and the kid. The kid said hi to Hobo, who we call Snapshot. Yes. Nobody else reacts to the dog. Yes. There, so I guess he's been around for a while. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It's one of those weird hobo things where yeah. people just don't <laughs> just like, react oh, yeah. to an 80-pound German <laughs> Shepherd. Right. Just... Yeah, lounging around. Yeah, there yep. he is. There he is. Uh, and so the mom is still giving her kid a hard time. The coach gives her a look that I love, where he's like, "It's like a lady, seriously." Like <laughs> he looks, he looks. He does it three times because there's three cutaway shots, and he has the same reaction. And he looks like a man who's witnessing two hobos fight over a sandwich. Like yes. he looks over and he's like, "Is this happening? <laughs> this is. Oh God, this is happening. Oh God, this is happening." Like he just his face gets steadily. He's he's doing um what Joey from Friends would call smell the fart acting. <laughs> like Yeah. He just something foul and just. he's just looking at her like Oh God, lady. Like Right. It's phenomenal. It's, it's great. It's the best acting of the episode. It's definitely up there. It's he's given it his all. Uh so yeah, so the mom has taken the camera away from the kid until he can prove he can skate. That's her barometer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Kid can't even skate. Right. He's so terrible. <laughs> this terrible child. Uh, and I like this next bit because the mom leaves with the camera. Yeah. And the coach is still sitting there with Hobo. Yeah. Kid does not ask the coach what he should do. <laughs> he asks Hobo. Yep. <laughs> He's like, what am I supposed to do? I can't compete with my father my whole life. <laughs> to the Hobo. To the Hobo. The coach is sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> like. Okay. I think clearly this this coach has been run over so many times. He doesn't he kid, doesn't care anymore. No, and the kid knows he's useless. Yeah. You're no help to me. No. Yeah. Um, this is also where so the kid exits. I don't know if you notice this because it's kind of fun. Um, the hobo walks down the stairs, and then there's a shadow just in the bottom right corner of the screen, which is clearly like our old friend Chuck <laughs> waving at the hobo to stop. The hobo looks at the shadow, stops, and then turns and walks along the stairs. 
I didn't So it's like this fun little dog training bit that I'm like, that's neat. I don't know why I noticed this. I think I was looking for kids with jerseys on the ice. Right. And I'm like, what is the shadow? Oh, because the hobo, like, yeah, he's he's coming right down the stairs. And then huh? he stops, full stop, looks, turns, and then walks along with the kid. So, so well There's somebody off screen with like a metal rod. Yeah, yeah. a red stick. <laughs> a red stick. <laughs> yeah. Nice little callback there. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I like thought I'd that. interject there and yeah. derail things a little more. I like it. I like it. We've made it through the first two minutes of the episode. <laughs> right. It's okay. <laughs> so then we get a shot of the kid. He's sneaking out his window. Uh, the hobo's there. This is late at night now. Yeah. Um, it's winter. Yes. Finally. Yeah. So winter time. Uh, we get that weird fly- flash forward again. To the kid with a two by four. Kid two by four. Do you know how many times we're going to see that kid with a two by four? Did gonna, you count? I didn't, but I'm going to say like five. Six. Oh. Six times we're going to see that exact <laughs> same shot. In a 22 minute episode. Yep. Uh, so the hobo's following the kid. He's just like wandering the streets. I guess he's going to go take some photos or something. I don't know what his plan is mm, really. He's no running way. away from home I for guess sure. so. But. I'm I'm pretty sure he's running away from yeah. home. Yeah, like he's got a backpack. He's yeah, he's. Yeah. I think that's what he's his plan is. <laughs> but then he stops at the bank. He stops so unexpectedly. There is nothing to catch his eye. No, like it's clear this has been like a bank under construction, probably for at least a little while. Enough that he's probably seen it. Yeah, being yeah. Under well, I mean, the doors are gone. They're just right? like they're Wooden, big pieces yeah. of board, right? Yeah. There's no reason for him to suddenly stop, turn, and walk into, into this the bank. bank at like <laughs> two in the morning. Right. Uh, so he goes into the bank. He's walking around. He hears. He starts hearing like banging noises. Yeah. Uh, and of course he's like, "Oh, let's check that out." Instead of like, "This isn't a the construction site bank. This probably full of hobos." Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking this is when we were going to find out that the kids built a robot. <laughs> That would be a Cyberman shows up. Yeah. I'm like, this would be really cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. It's like, He's got a little lair down there, like Dexter's lab. Yeah. It's like you even had half of the courage that your dad had. And he's like, I built a robot, mom. Right. The robot goes and takes over, <laughs> rips her head off. <laughs> right. Just turns into a really dark movie. <laughs> Slaps it into the net. Yeah. He replaces his mom with the robot. That's right. Yeah. Robot mom. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the way these episodes are going, eventually that will be a thing. Yep. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm Robot ready. dog. Oh, we could have oh. a mecha hobo. <laughs> that would be amazing. There's a mecha Godzilla and a mecha Mecha-hobo. hobo. That'd oh, be cool. That would be great. I'm calling it now. We're going to get a robot dog. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm going to mark this. I'm going to tag it. All right. We'll call this back when we get we'll, to it. Yeah, it's right. We'll remember. Episode 16, the episode where Stefan called a robot dog. <laughs> yeah. And here it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So, yeah, the kid does the stupid thing and goes and investigates what's going on. Uh, and, of course, he stumbles upon two guys who are robbing the bank. Yep. Woo. Uh, so they're, like, they've chiseled out the concrete wall. They're, like... I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're cutting into the safe from behind, yeah. I think is what they're doing. So the safe is built into the bank. It's got yeah. a concrete wall around it. They've, yeah. they've knocked out five or six bricks so they can get yeah. to the steel of the safe and now they're cutting through yeah. into the safe. Now, I don't know much about banks and or banks under construction. Do they not remove the valuables <laughs> from th- a bank? Under construction? Uh, I don't know. I get the feeling, actually. So we've been saying it's a bank. I don't think it's a bank. I think it's the building next to the bank. Okay. I think they're cutting into the safe from a, a 
building that's adjacent to the bank because it doesn't look like a bank. It's got like at least three floors. It's got that weird like industrial yellow railings and and like it doesn't look like a bank to me. It just looks like a building. Now that could be because they couldn't get a hold (laughs) of a bank. Yeah. Which is probably hard to do. Yeah. You know, so the the team, the set was just like, they're like, ah, (laughs) this building, this will work. But I get the feeling that it's it's the building next to the bank. Got you. They're cutting into the safe. Okay, so they're not totally stupid. No, no. Uh, So the two guys are robbing the bank. They're they're having a little chit-chat. They're saying like, ooh, in three hours, we'll be inside the vault. Yeah, they got so well-timed. Up to the ears and green stuff. Yeah. Then we get that weird flashback again. (laughs) Third time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then the kid makes some noise. He hides, but the thief has like heard him. Goes and catches him. <laughs> the thief does a great job because he like he sees the kid and he the the welder is like, hey, can you get me that crowbar? <laughs> and so he turns around, and sees the kid, and he like he does. I was thinking about he does exactly what I would do, which I don't know what that says for me. <laughs> but he whistles like a jaunty tune. He does. He's yeah. like doo, 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 <laughs> just, doo, just casually and he walks strolling. right past the kid, and then he turns and grabs him. Yeah, I like this kind of clever i think yeah these i will say these bank robbers are not as dumb as some of the criminals we've yeah. had on the show but they still do some pretty dumb they things do some, oh yeah. yeah they're not yeah. intelligent by yeah. any means no. <laughs> uh so he grabs the kid and then in the span of like 30 seconds the two of them like tie the kid up with a single strand of rope he's not fighting very hard no <laughs> and they don't question him at all no. they don't ask him why he's there they don't ask him if he has friends they don't like they're just like it's a kid tie him up <laughs> yep. let's get back to the i mean maybe they really want the money but i'm just saying if i was robbing a bank and i found anyone in there <laughs> the first thing i do is ask them who are you why are you here who are you with <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> but not for them they they tie some yeah. loops around them and they they chuck him aside. Drop him on the floor and get back to work. Like yep. literally the span of 30 seconds. Catch the kid, tie him up, back to yep. work. Like, hey. wow. Okay. Efficient. <laughs> they really are. Also, that kid, like they have one strand of like nylon rope around him. Yes. Like he could easily have like gotten out of that. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> hobo has to come and untie him while the thief No, are the busy. hobo doesn't come untie him. Well, that's he true. He unties himself. <laughs> he does. so the the welder's still welding (laughs) and uh the guy who was supposed to get the crowbar goes up he he leaves yes he leaves so hobo shows up first and he kind of starts untying him and then the guy turns around yeah so hobo takes off and then the kid yes yeah he just unties himself himself. yeah yeah, they didn't clearly (laughs) didn't do a very good job not at all no No. and he very stealthily like sneaks away yes (laughs) gone And then they realize the kid's gone. Not long afterwards, the other thief comes back and he's like, where's the kid? <laughs> I get, uh-oh. Uh, and so they begin searching. Yeah. And they like go up the stairs and down the stairs. And at one point the thief says, smart kid. Smart kid. With like really no context. Like, no. You don't know nothing. How is he a smart child? <laughs> he untied some knots that <laughs> right? you did a very bad job of making. <laughs> I don't. I he's don't. dumb enough to wander in, I guess. Right. But smart enough to get out. <laughs> yep. Uh, and instead of leaving, the kid goes back downstairs. I think we're supposed to, impl- like, he I'm, couldn't get out. For, like, yeah. They were in his way. So the stairs, we keep talking about these <laughs> stairs. These stairs are like steel stairs mm-hmm. with a bright yellow, is it yellow? Yeah, like a safety rail. Safety railing, right? Yeah. And I think we're led to believe that they, they circle around an elevator, which is not working. Because it's going to yeah. come in later, yes. right? yeah. So... I just want to say that the production crew for the Lilith Tobo, they got their money's worth out of this staircase. <laughs> they did. They use it a lot. I think, I think 
there's supposed to be three floors to this building. I think so. Yeah. I think it's the same set of stairs shot from three different sides. Definitely. There's definitely only one set of stairs. Cause, <laughs> but they really, like, they they keep yeah. using it. And we yeah. get another of those flash forwards. Yes, we do. So they're really getting their, their money's worth out of these stairs. Like, that's a solid investment. Yep. Good job. Yep. Kudos to the 1980 Littlest Hobo <laughs> team. Well done. Applause. Spending those uh, CTV, uh, that CTV money real Dalla well. Dallas. Uh, so the, and then the kid, uh, he goes back downstairs, found a set of stairs, uh, and then he like totally like just falls flat on his face. <laughs> he's dirt. Yeah. He just like his ankle just gives out, and he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Literally, they told him to can't trip. even walk, let alone skate. <laughs> right, weak ankles, you know. <laughs> it's a real problem. It's a real problem. Can't be a hockey player if you have weak <laughs> ankles. Nope. Because, yeah, he literally just, his ankle just gives out and he just falls. Yep. And his glasses go flying. Yep. And uh, this is the part where I really felt for the child as a person who also wears glasses. Right. <laughs> like, you get a shot of it being all blurry. <laughs> it's good. It's a good shot. Right? It's very, like, what he would see. And I was like, oh, I feel you, kid. Like, yep. when I lose my glasses, I'm blind as a f***ing bat. Yeah. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> But luckily, the hobo oh, the picks hobo. up the glasses, yes. brings them over to the kid. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun point of view shot where <laughs> they've just pulled the focus in real narrow and yeah. you can't see anything. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yep, I, yep. I enjoyed that. Uh, so finally, the kid reaches the door, yes. runs into a guard. He's yes. saved. Woo! <laughs> so he tells them what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, if you don't know already, because... <laughs> From the woo, the sarcastic woo. <laughs> if you don't know already that the guard is in on it, um, the camera will tell you the guard's oh. in on it because they do an intense close-up on <laughs> right. the guard. Just like a very, like, They give it away immediately, guy. right? He runs into the guard and the camera, like, zooms in on his face. Like, you can see every pore. And he's like, what's the problem, kid? And you're like... Yeah, this, this is not a good man. <laughs> yeah, just run away, kid. <laughs> very subtle, very uh, subtle. Yeah, very subtle. Uh, so the guard takes him to the trailer and, like, throws him in. Yes. He's in on it. Yay. Throws uh, him into the trailer. He does. He gets like, what'd you do that for? <laughs> do you have the line? I do, but do you want to say No, it? you go ahead. Okay, so the guard's line is just my way of telling you you're out of the frying pan and into the old fire. And he says it as weird as that. And it's so creepy. <laughs> he just threw an eight-year-old boy into a trailer and followed him in. I, I was like, we're getting really dark. Just my way of telling you you're out of the frying pan and into the old fire. This could go... <laughs> this could go real <laughs> this bad. This kid's going to need years of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he just ties up the kid. In the exact same way the other guys do. Right? They must have like had a rope tying class together. Yeah. <laughs> I actually made a little questionnaire, Katie. Would you would you like to answer my question? I would like to answer okay, your question. Okay, Katie, here's, here's your question. Okay. You have been given 12 feet of rope <laughs> and must tie a man up so he cannot escape. Yeah. It's multiple choice. Okay. Do you A, tie his hands, B, tie his feet, C, both A and B, or D, put big loops around his arms and hope for the best? <laughs> well, I <laughs> think I'm going to have to go with option C. Wow. Little hog tie. Tie his hands and his feet? Yeah. Wow. I know. I, you Crazy. know, I never would have thought of that. Cra- I mean, D was really calling to me. Yeah. Uh, but 
I was going to put E, throw him the rope and tell him to tie himself up. Yeah, classic. Because I feel like that's coming down the pipeline someday. Oh, someday. Yeah. But yeah, everyone ties everyone up in this in this whole show, now that yeah. I think of it. Mm-hmm. Like like they're in a melodrama and they're going to put <laughs> yeah. them on the railway tracks. Right. Like they tie, they put about four loops around their arms. Yeah. Like, and they still have mobility from the elbows. Like they can still bend their arms. Still wiggle themselves away. They can get up on their feet. They, they can, can walk. Like, we need more Boy Scouts is what <laughs> I'm do. saying. Yeah, because they do use just the regular knots they don't do yeah. any fancy knots no less hockey players more boy scouts <laughs> right. that's what canada needs <laughs> get some useful skills <laughs> i'm making i'm making that statement now bold statement that is a bold statement the country yeah. of canada will now turn on you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh the kids tied up yep. terribly yes hobo's outside running away yes uh so then we get back to our thieves who i think their names are pete and al I didn't actually write down their names. I'm going to call them Pete now. Okay. I don't know if that's actually their names. Which one's which? So who's Crowbar Man? Who's Welder? Oh, I think Welder is Pete. Welder's, Welder Pete and Al's Cro- the... Al's a pretty good looking guy. I mean, like, yeah, he's, he's actually pretty handsome. He's like in the, the long line of hobo, like slightly dapper yeah. criminals. He looks like... um, <laughs> oh, What's his name? Did you see the King Kong remake? Yeah. Peter Jackson. Who's Adrian Brody? He looks oh, like Adrian Brody. He does have a bit of wow, a Wow, I had a roundabout way. That's how I know Adrian Brody <laughs> is from the King Kong remake. Not from his Oscar-winning performance nope. in The Pianist. Nope, nope. <laughs> no. King Kong, Peter Jackson, yeah. giant centipedes. Yeah. He goes He goes skating on the ice for a while, King Kong. He does. He's probably better than that kid. He doesn't definitely. have weak ankles. No. <laughs> he could be the next to Dino Chara. <laughs> He's I hope be- somebody, I hope whoever listens to this podcast knows something about hockey because right? dropping all these hockey references and I can see Katie's eyes slowly glossing <laughs> over. If you cannot tell, I'm a Canadian who likes hockey, but in terms of Canadians. But not enough to watch it. No. Yeah. yeah. I watched the playoffs. Okay. And when I lived in the States, I got much more into it. Okay. Well, if you've been watching like the Patriot. playoffs, that's why you don't know anything about the Toronto <laughs> right. Maple Leafs. I know. I know they lose. <laughs> <laughs> nicely said <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh, all right so yes pete now <laughs> yes sorry, sorry. Yeah. pete now welder pete can't find the kid the guard shows up he's clearly their boss yes uh and he's like guys we got four hours till the crew is back the construction crew is back like get on this he's taking care of the kid it's all fine yeah uh, and then we get a shot of Hobo doing his patented stole something, so somebody will follow me. I don't what know what steal. I could, I tried to figure it out. I have no. It was so dark, yeah. and it's just like something in his mouth. We don't know what it is, but we do know it costs eighteen dollars. Hey, you! Give that back. That cost me eighteen dollars. Because the cop following him is yelling it at him. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so Hobo leads the cop to the trailer. The guard comes out, and do you know what the guard's name is? Charlie? Sam? It's Sam. (laughs) His name is Sam. (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) I literally had to, like, pause the episode and be like, really? Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm making this this promise now, and I know already as I'm making it, I'm going to regret it. Okay. Um, At the end of this year... At mm-hmm. the end of 2019, yeah, I'm gonna go back through all these episodes, okay, and I'm going to count <laughs> how many Charlies and how many Sams there are, yeah, per episode, and then I will let you know what the percentage is. Please do, because I already I'm gonna cut this out. I think because I really don't want to do this, but I know, but you know, it's <laughs> true. Because there's so many. There's so many, so many Sams and Charlies. So uh, productions. 
like big productions like like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and like these big um, huge world building productions mm-hmm. they'll have a book and I can't think of what it's called but it's basically like a book that tells you about each character and about what's canon right yeah. so like yeah. so that you don't mess up the canon yeah right so you don't like suddenly Darth Vader's not you know he's like six inches shorter or his lightsaber is pink or something like you don't mess things up i wonder if the hobo like the littlest hobo had (laughs) one of these books it would have just been like three pages stapled together yeah (laughs) but like and it had a list of acceptable names (laughs) right (laughs) you know like canonical like these are the 10 <laughs> names you can use in an episode and Sam and Charlie are one and two. Yeah. Like people are just like, yep, Sam, yep, Sam, Charlie, Charlie check, check. Right. Like, <laughs> like, it's honestly baffling to me how many times, like at no point, the same guy directs every episode. It's the same know, guy, right? It's pretty much the same guy. Yeah. So even if nobody else works on every episode, he knows he has directed a million Sams and a million Charlies. I, <laughs> I really want, <laughs> in the dream world, yeah. I'd love to have a Littlest Hobo uh, convention. Yeah. Like HoboCon. HoboCon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, our special guests would just be Charlie and Sam. Yeah. But it would be 55 people. <laughs> like you'd need like 10 tables. <laughs> Hi, my name's blah, blah, blah. I played Charlie in the Littlest Hobo. Hi, my name's blah, blah, blah. I played Charlie in the Littlest Hobo. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, and it, it would be, I can't see it being like a big convention. It's more like a pig roast. I was going to say, know? it's more like, like somebody's backyard. But Yeah, you yeah, know. You, you know, and we could have a tug of war with all the Charlies <laughs> yes. versus all the Sams. Uh, and then Wanda in the middle, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was still the 79 and she'd be the prize. Yeah, she, <laughs> or they oh would be God. the prize. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, oh no, Katie. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what? What happens when 25 Sams wins a Wanda? And then Wanda's going to beat them all. That's right. <laughs> She's going to kick their ass. <laughs> like, I'm going to Vegas. That's right. She's going to Vegas <laughs> with you. all that money. Right. <laughs> See you oh, later, losers. Man. We are so off topic. <laughs> so off topic. I'm so sorry. I just I got really annoyed that his name was Sam. <laughs> okay. So Sam. <laughs> Sam so, shows up. Well, no, the guard is Sam. Okay, the guard is Sam. Sam. The cop shows up. Right. Uh, the cop is Charlie. Yes. So the guard, Sam, um, takes the cop away from the trailer. He, like, shoes Hobo away, and he's, like, pulling the cop away, telling him a joke. And he leaves his trailer door wide open. Yes, and also <laughs> his joke starts, there's this man with a monkey on his back. <laughs> yeah. The second monkey reference we're going to get. Yeah. Uh, first one of two. Of two. That we'll yeah. get in this it's episode. It's a matching set. Yeah. He really likes monkeys. One more, and he'd have a hat trick. <laughs> Another hockey reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right. So Hobo is like, cool, thanks. I'm going to go inside. No kid. The kid's Houdini. <laughs> He's disappeared. Where could he be? But Hobo does see his backpack. Yes. Kid <laughs> left his backpack. Um, We know where the kid is, and yes. I don't understand why. I, I'm going to guess that the guard, Sam, tied the kid up in his trailer and then the kid got loose, so he took him to the basement of. We don't building. see that. We just we will get to the kid just untied in but the in the basement. basement. So, like I was like I thought about it, which is probably more than the people who wrote the episode. <laughs> but I like the kid got out, and then I I assumed he ran away, but he ran back into the building. Like either of those explanations work, <laughs> but neither of them are good. No. 
Like no. there's there's no reason. Like why would you even have just circumvent the whole thing, right? And yeah. and have the officer just take him into the building instead of tying him up or leave him in the trailer and then have the officer come get him back. Like there's no yeah. logic to okay. what happens to the child in this period of time. <laughs> yeah. All we know is that Hobo finds the backpack and he is like, okay, cool. He's going to head to Mrs. Baxter. That's the kid's mom. Mm. Uh, he's going to head to the house. He rings the doorbell like a good hobo would. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Baxter comes out. She's clearly ready for bed. Uh, she sees the bag because hobo points at it <laughs> with his little yeah. paw. He like pats it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Doot, doot. laughs> Remember this? <laughs> and Mrs. Baxter is like, ah, okay. Like, yeah. She goes in. She grabs her coat. She comes out. At this point, we get our shot of the kid in the basement. Yes. Like, with no context. Yeah. Uh, and then back to Mrs. Baxter, who comes out. She's just, like, annoyed. And she's like, ah, oh, my kid. Like, if he's just doing this to scare me, blah. And then she stops herself <laughs> and says, what is this? I'm discussing parenthood with a dog. <laughs> it's okay, lady. Everyone talks about everything with the dog. It's always weirder to me when they acknowledge it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's almost breaking the fourth wall right? a little bit. Like, yeah. just don't, just don't do that. Especially considering everything else that people do to the hobo. Yeah, to like have a conversation with him is not weird. Nope, not at all at this point. <laughs> no, it's pretty, pretty normal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so then we go back to the kid. He's locked in this like maintenance room. He's banging very softly on the door. <laughs> like, I guess he doesn't want to hurt his delicate hands. There's a really cool <laughs> long shot here where, like, we get the door that he's hitting, and then it, like, the camera zooms oh, yes. out, pans over, <laughs> and shows the welders again. Yeah. It was actually, I uh, just want to give kudos. It's a cool, <laughs> that's a cool little shot. It's <laughs> probably the only shot in the entire episode that gives us some sort of context as to where Anyone anything is. Because <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what this building looks like. Nope. It's like an M.C. Escher drawing. Like, I have no idea where these stairs go. Right. It's like that scene in Inception where they're walking up that crazy staircase. And then there's nothing there. (laughs) Right. It's so weird. So then the robbers are talking about how as soon as they get this money, they're going to be on their way to Happy Land (laughs) where there's no extradition. I took it to be Mexico or Brazil. Brazil, Argentina. One of those Latin American countries for sure. Uh, And this is where we get our second monkey reference. Because Sam is like, We'll be as safe as a monkey in a tree. Can't touch you. Safe as a monkey in a tree. Yeah, not that safe, actually. I I think there's a lot of things that get monkeys out of trees. I was going to say other monkeys. Other monkeys. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot going on in those trees. Yeah. Not not safe. Like an ill-tempered sloth. (laughs) Very slowly. (laughs) Yes. Just well, you just don't see it coming. <laughs> right. You just like walk by thinking, ah. It's but, part of the tree. <laughs> right. It's fine. And then out of nowhere, this claw slowly pushes you down. This is a monkey's horror film right here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The sloth <laughs> yeah. slowly pushing you off the tree. <laughs> just in it's slow. like a four-story <laughs> drop. And you're like. Ugh. Your life, your little monkey life flashing before your eyes. <laughs> I feel like sloths are really strong, too. Oh, I definitely. Yeah, they, they, they have some good arms. all the time. Right? And those claws on there, they're, like, pretty well, they're, intense. They're, they're not venomous, but I think they're, like, toxic. Probably. Because I think there's, like, mold that grows on them that's... Mm, they're so dirty. Basically, <laughs> if anything tries to eat them, it dies, so nothing <laughs> tries to eat them. Sloths are weird, man. They are so weird, but I love them. I mean, I don't love them as much as Kristen Bell, but I love them. Right. (laughs) I won't cry at the idea of one, but like, (laughs) I do love them. (laughs) 
so the other guy, the other thief, is a little more practical because he's like, well, you still got to get out of the country first, guys. Like, yeah. Like, don't get too happy yet. Yeah. Uh, and the other thief is like, only if we hit trouble or something along the lines of yeah. like, only if someone can finger us. Only if someone can finger us <laughs> yeah. is what he says. That yes. was the line. Yep. <laughs> and then he says, oh, the boy. <laughs> well, the way we can hit troubles if somebody could finger us, eh? Oh. Boy. That is. Um, that <laughs> I'm is, trying um, not to be trying a phrase so hard not to be dirty. <laughs> that is a phrase that that I thought had died out in the 50s. Yeah. Like the finger man, yeah. or you know, they fingered them in court. You know, <laughs> yeah. like that's something nobody says anymore because Mm-mm. of the current context. Yeah. But here we are in 1980. <laughs> yeah. Just if anyone's gonna finger you, it's gonna be <laughs> the boy. <laughs> so bad <laughs> that's okay because they have a solution for this fingering boy oh yeah they're gonna throw him down an elevator <laughs> yeah. shaft they are gonna take him on a climbing expedition yeah that's how they phrase it to him uh oh but we also get another weird flashback at this point yes kid with two boyfriend. four or five Just, it's, yeah you're keeping track uh, <laughs> playing along at home yeah so yeah they're gonna take joey on a climbing expedition to the empty elevator shaft uh <laughs> Yeah, sounds great. Yep, that's they just took a real turn from thievery to murder. Just straight up murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay, you couldn't just like. It's tie not the even ki- a sliding scale. <laughs> no, not even like just tie the kid up well in that basement and whatever happens happens. Well, I think because the security guard has to stick around. That's true. Yeah, but like, hey, many other options. I'm sure. Think about it for a second. But no, nope, I mean, he is a child. Like, you yeah. could probably scare the or pay him. Right. Really, like. We're you just know. taking Latin America with you. <laughs> yeah, kidnapping. <laughs> right? It's not as bad as murder. <laughs> right? Yeah. But nope, they're going to throw him down an elevator shaft. Cool. Uh, so then we get a shot of uh, his mom, still annoyed, following the hobo. Uh, yes. And then the kid being like, they'll get you, they'll find you. Is little like the weakest sp- delivery, oh, too, so, right? So weak. This kid does not put up a fight at all. And he knows they're going to kill him. I yes. think my survival instincts would kick in. I'd be like, I'd be screaming and crying and kicking and biting and, and right, like everything. Yeah. No, he just calling found- <laughs> for snapshot to help you, <laughs> right? Like, anything, anything. No. Uh, so the kid fights back. Uh, two guys have trouble getting this weakly fighting child <laughs> to the edge of the elevator shaft, which yeah. is I'm going to guess three stories up. Yeah. Which again, awful, but may not kill him. So if your plan <sighs> is to kill him, looked pretty high. I'm <laughs> I'm going to go with. Guard Sam and uh, what's the other guy's Al? Al, because um, Pete now. This is yeah. Adrian Brody and and yeah. Guard Sam. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go on their side. I think a three story <laughs> drop to a concrete floor is enough to kill a boy. But and then to really like sell that this kid fell down the shaft, um, they yeah. take his glasses and chuck him off. Right? Yeah. They tell this whole story about him getting lost and going to hide in a building. Kids, little boys like to climb. Yeah. Guard uh, Sam is, he's, he's got these fun little, uh, right. I guess fun with quotes around it, <laughs> yeah. fun little uh, little things he likes yeah. to talk yeah, about. He's little like, little boys like to climb, climb. you know, they run away from home and they hide away here and then they climb and then they fall. <laughs> you're like, wow, you're pretty sadistic, man. Like, yeah, like I just thought you wanted to rob the place, but. I don't think you're going to stop here. <laughs> no, this is his gateway. So, yeah. <laughs> But the hobo barks. They have the kid very close to the edge. And yes. instead of just finishing the job yeah. and then going to see what happened, yeah. they pull the kid back. 
Yeah, I don't go, understand it. And go see what's going on, which of is course. the hobo and the mom yes. have arrived. Yes. But they're very far away. You have plenty of time to chuck the kid. Oh. And like, peace out. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. Like, he was so close to the edge. Not yeah. that I'm advocating murder, but no, if you were but going to. Just do it. Just do it and get it done. Just, he was right there. Just yeah. throw him. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, uh, so then hobo, like, pushes the mom towards the trailer. The door's open. She sees a phone. Hobo points at the phone or something. He, like, indicates. He pulls her, yeah. I think he just pulls her right over to the phone. And she immediately knows he wants her to call the cops. Of course. Like, that's natural. Yes. Of course. Uh, But Sam shows up and, like, grabs the phone away from her and then gives her a lame excuse about, I was surprised somebody was in here using my phone. Yeah, I'm not used to people barging (laughs) in. Uh, So we cut back to the uh, the Adrian Brody, who's trying to, like, manhandle the kid to get. The kid almost gets loose, or no, and he does get he does loose. Get loose, but he can't see; he's blind. So yeah. he like stumbles, stumbles straight towards the empty elevator shaft. And Adrian Brody's at the back, going, "Keep going, no, kid, keep, keep going. going." He's like, "I don't even have to like. It's not on me if you fall." Yeah, that's right. It's not murder <laughs> if you do it yourself. <laughs> but of course, just before the kid gets to the edge, Hobo tackles him out of the well, way yeah. as Adrian Brody suddenly goes to. Push him. He does. There's a wonderful shot of Adrian. Not it's not Adrian Brody, <laughs> but there's a wonderful shot of this guy. And like, uh, I wish we were in a podcast sometimes because <laughs> he like he puts both of his hands up like he's like an N sync backup dancer, and then he steps <laughs> off screen. Like, like he he pushes. He goes to push the boy the way a mime would go to push a boy. Like, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't work out so well for him. No, because hobos push the kid out of the way. So he just pushes air and then stumbles, stumbles right over, over the, the hobo. And gives out this hilarious Wilhelm-esque yeah. scream. <laughs> and also, we're treated to the most wonderful shot of a dummy. <laughs> yeah. And that's why this episode is in my top five all of a sudden. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Anytime... A movie or a show uses a dummy. <laughs> I it gets instant points for me. I love it. I love <laughs> dummy shots. I love them so much because they never ever look good. No. Not in the history of cinema has a dummy shot ever looked good. Nope. But we keep doing it. Right? It's not like you could just have a stunt man fall into a bag or whatever nope. they do. No. <laughs> Which they've done. <laughs> right? They've done. They did like three episodes ago. They had a guy fall like 20 feet off of a crate. Yeah. Like. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Pull out the tummy, boys. <laughs> Stick a wig on him. Let him go. Yep. And he does that thing where he like, he's stiff and rigid. So he spins <laughs> like, like 700 degrees as he's going down like on a front <laughs> flip. Oh man. I love it. Uh, I love good. it to death. It's fantastic. Hey, do you remember that time the hobo straight up murdered a man? <laughs> sure do. <laughs> Several times he straight up almost murdered He men. just straight up murdered yeah, that guy. Yeah, he did. Yep. Just because he could have pushed the man out of the way. He, he right. could have pushed the kid into the man. man. He could have done many. so many things. I know it's split second timing on the hobo's part. But but really, he straight pretty, up murdered a man. Yeah, he. yep, you're right. He did. Yep. Yes. And we even get a little sound effect of a thud. Yes. Which I really <laughs> like. Had wow. ADR, it. yeah, had put right. her in there. It's like, wow, that harsh. Nope, <laughs> so dark. Just needs a little neck crack. Yeah. Uh, so this is where we don't know if the man actually died because we never hear and or see anything about him ever again. I I, I think he's dead. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go with dead. It's three <laughs> stories to concrete. 
and I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And who knows it's at the bottom of that elevator shaft. Who knows how he landed? Like, yeah. Like, uh, the way he was spinning, I guess we could go back <laughs> and look at the footage, but I'm willing to bet he lands face first, head first. Like, yeah. He's like an overripe grape. He just sort of bloops. Yeah. He exploded. He's pretty much <laughs> straight up murdered. <laughs> yeah. He did. <laughs> so, uh, Hobo just leads the boy away. You yep. know, he's just like, cool, 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 cool. Well, the kid asks him. That's true. Yeah. Hobo, or Snapshot, what have you been <laughs> doing? doing? What have you been doing, Slapshot? Oh, you know, <laughs> killing. Just, just, yeah, to ignore the dead man. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> then we get this great scene of the hobo and the kid who are like a story up on yes. the staircase. Yeah. And the other thief is like below them the looking welder. over the railing. Yeah. Uh, and the hobo <laughs> grabs a crowbar. And drops it on the man's head. <laughs> Which also may well kill a man. I was going to say, it's quite a height, and crowbars can be heavy. That's a 12-foot drop That's... onto directly the back of the guy's <laughs> skull. Right. Um, I just want to point out there, I, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but you'll remember earlier in the episode that the welder was asking for a crowbar. Oh, he was. He finally got his crowbar. Oh, somebody who wrote this thinks they're so clever. Naming it Snapshot because the kid's a photographer, but it's also a hockey thing. Yeah. Right? Well, it's a slap shot, not a snapshot. Isn't the snapshot where you just do the wrist? Just the wrist? Oh, yeah, you're right. Never yeah. mind. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hoity Toity over here. <laughs> Gatekeeping away. <laughs> <laughs> I know something about hockey. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I forgot something about hockey. No, you're right. That's, you're absolutely right. There's a snapshot and a slap shot. I just always think of slap shots. Right, Man, I'm going to shut cool. up now. <laughs> <laughs> Success. <laughs> Hold on. Here's some more hockey facts. No. <laughs> what else do I know? What else do I know? <laughs> um, <laughs> Carrie Price. Uh, <laughs> Most vertical primate. Yeah. The hockey movie with a monkey. <laughs> Goon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Mighty Ducks. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> All right. We got her. We're okay. good. Hockey talk. Done. Doubled our Canadian uh, audience. <laughs> right? Okay. So now after Hobo's killed a second man. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's killed a lot of people. He has. Uh, the mom comes in to the building, sees the unconscious man, kind of like realizes what's going Slash on. Slash dead. Yes. <laughs> it's true. He's dead. Uh, as Sam pulls a gun. So, yeah, yeah. Pulls a gun. Just he's had this all along, but he's gonna <laughs> zero to a hundred. <laughs> yeah, like okay, he's like straight on the murder train. <laughs> yep, yep. He's the conductor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the mom's like freaking out. She's got a gun. Hobo grabs a two by four <gasps> and hands it to Joey. This is where you realize it's a flash forward, oh. not a flashback. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to see this footage one more time. <laughs> really, it's what I wanted. <laughs> I watched this episode twice, so I've seen this same <laughs> shot 12 <laughs> times. With that twangy music. <laughs> and I love this part because the mom like watches her kid proudly as he comes down the stairs. It straight up murders a man. <laughs> right? And whacks this guy over the head with a 254. It's, okay. I have a lot to say about this. Okay, go. Um, first of all, he knocked a man out with a 2x4. Yeah. Okay, I know movies like to knock people out like yeah. willy nilly. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a guaranteed concussion. Absolutely, like that's the only way you get knocked out is if your brain hits the side of your skull. So much it's like, oh, shut down. <laughs> so that kid just concussed a man. Yeah, she's proud of him. Oh, she's so proud. But also, the kid hits him like like a three year old hits their first <laughs> softball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, at the little t ball stand. He, he looks like he looks like. <laughs> 
You ever seen that little video of the kid who has a Spider-Man pinata? Oh, yeah. And he hits it once and then hugs it? He <laughs> hits it like that kid hits that pinata. Like, yeah. I don't know if that was a real two by four. They just couldn't buy a foam one. Right. But like, he's really gentle. He's very soft. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But he saps a But man. we know sports aren't his thing. So. Well, he, that's what he needs. He needs more sports. <laughs> yeah. Need some baseball. Clearly, training. baseball's out. <laughs> yeah. Hockey's out. Uh, Maybe yeah. uh, I don't know croquet. <laughs> <laughs> badminton. Badminton. Well, badminton's got all. You gotta have some arm strength. That's in there. true, right? I'm thinking yeah. like, um, boy, what's a sport? That speed walking. Work? Spe- the, yeah, mm-hmm. spe- he could probably be a good like long distance <laughs> speed walker. Yeah. He could take his camera with him. Right. That's a thing now. <laughs> he could get such great I shots. I saw that movie that has it in it. What is it? I was going to say, I have no yes idea. Yes Man? Is it Yes? Is that a movie? That is a movie. I have is not seen. Is that Jim Carrey? It is Jim Carrey. Okay, that's the thing where okay. they speed walk and take photos. <laughs> really? It's got Zoe Deschanel. It's, it's delightful. <laughs> oh, well, see, we found the kid of sport. There we go. Solved. And Jim Carrey's Canadian. We just brought it all right back around. <laughs> Our Canadian content this episode is just through the roof. So strong. Well, now that we're now that we're sponsored by the CBC, <laughs> right? Has to be eighty percent Canadian. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I have to go back and censor out all those American references. <laughs> right, just change them up, just dub them over. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> instead of like, well, Zadino Chara is not American, but instead of Zadino Chara, it's going to be like, I'll just pick a Canadian yeah. player. I'll put him in there. Who'd you pick? I'm just thinking of all the superstars. There's Shea Weber. There's uh, Brad Marchand. Uh, Patrice Bergeron. I'll use Patrice Bergeron. So French. Okay, Pretty I sure. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Marc Andre Fleury. There you go. Just pick the most French ones. Jonathan Drouin. <laughs> French players. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay. So, yes, this mom is so proud. She no longer doubts her son's courage because he whacked a man with a two by four. Yep. Granted, it was to save her life, but like. Wow. What if the gun had gone off? Right. That kid would have had so much trauma. Because you tense up when you get hit. It's true, right? You just like instinctively, your muscles just like. Yeah. So. Yeah. What do they do, Katie? <laughs> they tense up. No, don't make the sound. No. Right. <laughs> I'm going to find that. I'm going to, when I hit at this, <laughs> I'm going to go through it. I'm going to increase that by like 800%. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, nobody cares about the man who fell down the elevator shaft. Now nah, he's dead. He's, he's so dead, dead. Jim. Uh, so we just immediately cut to our like denouement, our like end scene. Yes. Uh, of Joey, who now is like a sweet tripod in his camera. Yeah. He's taking a photo of the hobo and his yeah. mom. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a cut of hobo taking a photo of yeah. Joey and his mom. He's got the little clicker in his his mouth. He's got a little the little string. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay, fair. Uh, and then the mom, of course, takes a photo of Joey and the hobo. But she takes yep. several. Yeah. Each one, the hobo gets a little, a little farther, farther away, away. <laughs> until the last one, <laughs> the kid's <laughs> looking behind him, and the hobo is gone. Yep. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of enjoyed that. That's really good. <laughs> like I like that if you reverse clever. it, it turns into a horror movie right. in which a German shepherd sneaks up on a kid. Yeah. Uh, so that is the end of our episode. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I didn't hate it. Um, the, the ending was pretty good. Good way to get rid of the hobo. Yep. Um, yeah. It definitely is mostly centered on a bank heist, not yes. hockey. No. <laughs> not at all. False advertising. Right? So I was really curious about some of the, like, best bank heists in history. Okay. I don't know if you know anything about no, nope, I do so not. So I just like I did a quick Google on like some of them. My like, brain's ninety percent hockey. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm just gonna t- tell you about three really quickly. Okay. Uh, bank heists. So uh, in Brazil in 2005, seventy million dollars was stolen when uh, a gr- a gang 
dug a 256-foot tunnel <laughs> under the bank <laughs> and then over a weekend tunneled up through the concrete and then stole like $70 million that wow. has never been found. Wow. Never been recovered. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, these guys could have just built a tunnel. Yeah. So that could have been an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have a bank robbery in 2006 in the UK. Uh, the largest cash robbery in British history. Very violent. Ooh. <laughs> so these guys posed as policemen, kidnapped the branch manager and his family, uh, brought them to the depot, bound his 14 employees, forced him to open the cages. Uh, most of them were caught, but some of them have gotten free. They stole $83 million. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the last one, which is another option that they could do, was committed without any force or injury <laughs> and <laughs> no chance of catching the perpetrators. <laughs> was it done by a monkey? Is this where the twist is? <laughs> no, but that would be great. Monkeys are thieves, though. Yes. Uh, no, this one was in Iraq. Okay. 2007, people came to work one day after a weekend to find that $280 million worth of cash and assets had walked away, and the three men who guarded it and slept there overnight had gone. <laughs> they just stole it all. <laughs> they just took it all and left. That's fantastic. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow. See? You just get I'm a job. I'm not even angry. That. I'm impressed. Right? Like, I mean, really, you leave three guys in a bank with $280 million U.S. dollars in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> right? Like, I'm surprised they didn't leave yeah. sooner. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so those are three of the biggest bank heists in history. Cool. Yeah. So uh, these guys had a lot of work to do. And, yeah. You know, yeah. They're not making that list. No. Well, you know, only one of them's still alive. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. So that was just my deep dive fall down a bank robbery hole. Yeah. Uh, so hobo harm. One. Yeah. <laughs> For the tackle. Tackle. <laughs> Looked a little awkward, but it's pretty standard fare at this point. Yeah. I mean, there's still a chance he could get injured. But but yeah, yeah he did no. that fine. No hobo harm. Nope. Um, do you have a hobo fight? I do. Okay. I had trouble thinking of ones. I don't know how great this one is. I wanted Mrs. Baxter to strap on some skates, <laughs> prove that she can skate, and then beat the peewee hockey team. All of them? <laughs> all of them. She's going to fight them all. I just see her dropping the gloves and the kids scattering. Right. Just give them a good jersey. Just it's like, like <laughs> just slamming it. Right. Just feeding them straight rights. I was thinking more like a hockey like, you know, game. It's not oh, like a fight, like a, fight. Like, <laughs> She that. racks up 700 minutes in penalties in her only game. Yeah. The box just has her name on it now. That's right. They named the arena after her. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my hobo fight. Okay. What was yours? Uh, mine is uh, Officer Sam mm-hmm. versus Ed from Manhunt in an Ooh. old-fashioned Western gun duel. Oh, wow. Because he whips out that gun so quickly. He does. Kind of like Ed from Manhunt. <laughs> yeah. Manhunt Part 2. <laughs> like a full-on 10 paces duel. Yeah, like. yeah. Like Ooh, noon like <laughs> at the arena. <laughs> you go to that side, I go to this side. We turn, pull, and fire. I like it. Yeah. Who do you think would win? Uh, probably Officer Sam, to be honest. He, yeah, he was very Actually, quick. I take that back. Yeah. Ed would win because he'd stop at four paces. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he'd he shoot wouldn't him follow in the, the back. <laughs> uh, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, he'd make Sam drag him for two episodes. <laughs> then he'd pull a gun. <laughs> and then he'd be like, bam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, um, oh, you... oh, my only other thing. Okay. Okay, so my IMDb deep dive. Okay. Nobody really of note in this, other right. than the kid who plays Joey. 
His name is Mark Polly. Okay. We're going to get really Canadian on this. Okay. Okay. Do last name Polly. He's the brother of Sarah Polly, the famed Canadian actress slash director who's in like Road to Avonlea and she like directed a bunch of movies. Right. Super Canadian. But can she skate? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but she's like so Canadian and he's her brother. Okay. Uh, and he's now a lawyer in Toronto. Oh. Yeah. He's like a litigation lawyer. Nice. So he's also going to show up in two more episodes of The Little Sobo. It's completely different characters. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what episodes those are? Uh, I don't have them with me. Okay, but we'll keep an eye but out yes, for Yes, he will be back. Uh, and the woman who played his mom, her name is Teddy Moore. Have you ever seen A Christmas Story? No. Okay, neither have I, so this really doesn't help, but apparently she's the kid's teacher in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was like, eh, That's her claim her. to fame. Claim to fame. Yeah. Cool. So anyone who's seen A Christmas Story, she's Ralphie's teacher. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so that is Snapshot, the Fantastic. episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for the next episode? I'm ready. Okay. So next episode is called The Million Dollar Fur Heist. And it says, Hobo helps rescue two kidnapped victims and in the process recovers a million dollars worth of stolen furs. Ooh. <laughs> Great. Do you think there'll be any hockey in this one? Do you think they're going to reverse it around? <laughs> like, we're expecting a fur heist, but it's really just a hockey. Like 90% hockey. Yeah, that's right. It's like this kid trying to get through the playoffs, but also there happens to be some furs being stolen. <laughs> right. They're stored at the arena or something. I was going to say, it's nice and cold, so they store yeah. the furs there. Yeah. I'd be down. I would be down for that, too. Yep. Mm. Cool. Let's see what happens. Okay. Well, uh, until we meet again. Hop on that train, fellow hobos, and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I've been Katie. Take care. Bye-bye.